Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back. Jason and John, 92.9 FM ESPN. That is where we are. That is where you can find us. <laughs> We're all over the world, man. I want to congratulate you on that. Um, there are some big changes coming to college football, not just in the playoff format, right? Not just uh, how many teams get in, but the games themselves. There are some big changes, I think, Jason. Um, <clears throat> that's how I would how I would sort of term them. Um, just to the viewing experience, just to all of it, okay. that according to Ross Dellinger are uh, coming to college football. So, let's get into them. One, helmet communications. Those are coming. This should have been there. Okay. Do it in high school and pros. Why does college not have it? Okay, I did not know they had them in high school. Yeah, and, and, and many in Texas. I think Matt Rule was making that point. Okay. Uh, also, uh, on top of helmet communications, two-minute warning is coming to college football in the second and fourth quarters. Okay. So, um, those are the uh, those are the big ones for the helmet communication. Coach to player communication will be allowed to a single player of each team who would be identified by a green dot worn on their helmet. Communications will be turned off at the snap or with 15 seconds left on the play clock. Play clock, whichever comes first. So, again, okay, I didn't realize I I, I would have had more of an issue if I didn't know high school. How, how, I'm, I'm pretty sure I read that from Matt Rule. Yes, it's been joked. It, uh, the middle level didn't have it. Didn't make any sense. Yes, not just making it up. Um, but two minute warning, um, which we know has been part of the NFL forever, that uh, is coming as well. Uh, other measures recommended by the rules committee include warnings for uniform violations followed by a timeout being charged. Uh, violating teams that are out of timeouts would be assessed a five yard penalty. Uh, tablets. Teams can use eighteen tablets. Between the um, coaching booth, sideline, locker room for the purpose of viewing in-game video only. Uh, and finally, the implementation of 15-yard horse collar tackle penalties that happen within the tackle box. So, listen, some of these are just obvious. I do, I do want to present to you, though, uh, the other the question I have. Go. I, I like college football. I don't love college football. Well, it's number two. I mean, so I'm not the best person. Maybe like I feel like Jeffrey Wright is more of like the college football Puritan. You know, like he he lives and breathes it. He's it's in his. You know, yeah. I I like it. I li- I'll bet on it. I'll go to a college football game. Cool. Um, does this start to take away 
from the spirit of the thing that differentiates it from it because that's like, oh, college football fans, they don't, we don't like the NFL. We, we like college football. Well, now you're NFLifying yourself in almost every sense. You got helmet to helmet or helmet communications. You got tablets. You got a two-minute warning. So is this just – is this – are we losing the – and I'm just asking. I'm not, I'm not asserting it. I'm just asking. Are you losing a little bit of the, the pageantry – because I think that's the thing is that we accept that it's a lesser product. We accept that the quality of play is worse because it's our it's schools. It's 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 you know young adults. It, we accept all these things. So do we really need tablets? Because then is it just going to be a worse version of the NFL? You know, I'm just asking the question. No, I don't feel as threatened as you do that you're changing the product or. Being, uh, you know, minor leagues to the NFL, or which you kind of you are, but it's you're just already like, that. I don't know. Like, you can't be the NFL. You can't compete with the NFL. But you're, you don't know, and you know that. And you, but but what you are is number two, right? In terms of, uh, uh, you know, most popular. Yes. And I, frankly, I think adding a two minute warning is an improvement. You like that? Yeah. I don't. I don't. Wh- when it goes past the two-minute warning, I don't say, yeah, this is great. College football just blew through it. I mean, I'm so – it's it's part of football to me. And so I've always – so why don't we have one, you know? Again, you know, matching it up. I'm, I'm the same way when it comes to 20-minute halves in men's college basketball. Don't we have women in college playing four quarters now? Yes, that we do. We, and that's the way it should be. That's the way we play it through middle and every middle school and high school and everything else. And then yet in men's college basketball, much to your point, we still hold on to this tradition of of halves. When half, you know, the other half of college basketball women's has moved on and involved. I mean, it's it's similar to me here. I just why why don't we line it all up? I think your question, sort of separate from these rules, is one up. You know, are you you don't want to lose the pageantry? But I don't think these rules necessarily are signs that you that you right. are. I think I think this is getting with the times. Frankly, men's basketball need men's college basketball needs to get with the times and play four quarters. Yes, yes, yes. I, that I I am a hundred percent with you on. Also, do away with the possession arrow. Also. A thousand percent on possession arrow. Also, continuation. Like I feel like we, I feel like we never get any continuation in in uh, in, uh, in college. Basketball. I feel like David Jones has gotten some continuation. He, now he this got year. a few last night. Yeah. I'm just saying, like there's a there's. But a, it's not. Well, I think the NBA is too much. Well, the, so you're, that, that's fair. That is that you're right. They're, those dudes go to the free throw line Man. from the from the uh, three point line. I yes. mean, when they start to gather, and that like that's not a shot. That's not, I mean that's a gather. I agree with that. I don't think you should go to the free throw line on a gather, <laughs> especially no. because you haven't got the shot at. You could still lose the ball. Yeah, you know. But I just those are those are just a few of the things. Well, since we're in college football, John, and I, I appreciate that you brought us here. <laughs> Let's talk about next season in Memphis. And if Ryan Silverfield wins 10, 11 games, mm-hmm. makes the playoff, he's out of here, right? You will get then the real interest from other jobs, and be gone, right? Um, or you could see us in it. Well, dude, he'd be coming off 10 wins. Yeah. It'd be like two double-digit win seasons. If he ain't going to get it now, he'd never get it. A college football playoff appearance next year, which we think is very possible as a group of five representative, you don't think they'd, there'd be some programs out there looking at Ryan Silverfield I would, a lot more I would, seriously than they were this offseason? I would guess so. Yeah. Okay, and then you're back in the mode of... <laughs> Bless me. Going and finding the next guy. And to me, it's great because I would tell you it's a very attractive position 
Right. In the sense that you've got that spot at the table, potentially. Look at this conference. You can be the guy now. It's not just Fuente, Norville, Ryan Silverfield has mm-hmm. moved up. You get to a spot where your brand grows, you know, is back, and it's bigger than a coach or it's bigger than one quarterback. But it's, it's okay, Memphis is, is a hot spot I can get to right. and certainly a level I'm going to win big at against those AAC teams. And frankly, it's going to give me a shot every year at, you know, national prominence shooting for a college football playoff. Yep. And so you just this year, not just – it feels like super important – for the program itself, it can be important for Ryan Silverfield, can be important for individuals, yes, for fans, obviously. But I'm talking about for this program. There's right. a real chance to build here yeah. if you can, you know. Again, I wouldn't be feeling this way if you're not bringing Seth Hennigan back, if you're having to play. There's an opportunity here to do something real special. And if you can, it can really possibly, I mean, you know, reset a foundation, you know, that, that had been lost a little bit over the last few years just in terms of being that brand. You know that best thing outside the power structure. So I'm I'm excited. I bit to be honest with you about, and I wasn't for much of this football season, right? But you have to give Ryan Silverfield credit for the way they ended that thing with the, you know, getting that tenth win. It injected some more enthusiasm. We saw the a defensive change had to be made. It was you're bringing Seth Hennigan back. There's a chance to be in the college football playoff, line, and that could be great. Yeah, for this program going forward, whether as with Ryan Silverfield the coach or the next guy, right. It makes you attractive. Yeah, it does. Um, and that's that's I, I I don't know I don't know how you, he wouldn't be. Remember when you where we where we were a couple of earlier this year? How we felt about Memphis football and what mm-hmm. were you saying about it? Uh, Kill it. <laughs> well, it's an existential down. existential question with the way if if there was no if there was no spot and that's what we always said well there's going to be a spot john that's why you need to still care it's why you need to still set expectations as high as possible yeah now again i mean that spot is you know mountain west you're gonna have to compete with but i I, it it sounds like oregon state and 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 washington will not be eligible to take that spot because they're not members of the i'm not worried about them taking the spot it's the fact that those mountain west teams get to play them and have them on there yes so that's that's what I'm. That's about. true. That's, that's true. the threat is the other Mountain West teams that get to right. play them and have right. good wins against them no, you're, on, I mean, on yeah, their that's schedule. A, that's a fair point. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, the AAC football condition is 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 okay. It's time to take over. It's it's okay. It's not great, but it's okay. Um, you know, you're 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 held down by a few, right? I mean, East Carolina should be better than they are. Yes. Uh, Temple. That's is a, a program that's been strong before too. It, it has. Yeah. I mean, there, yeah. there's there's some tradition. That's there. shameful. Um. You know, SMU is gone. That hurts. That definitely hurts. Um, you know, North Texas could be good. There's no reason that they can't. I mean, they have the resources and the facilities there. Um, you know, Navy is what it is. Uh, FAU has Tom Herman. Mm-hmm. You know? So that's a, that's a uh, you know, a potential. If they can get Tom Herman, the guy that used to coach at Texas, that's, that signifies there's some, possi- there's some potential there. Um, USF, you know? Um, they should be better. They were good last year in a rebuild. You know, Rice is a tough situation. Um, you know, but again, you could do the same thing with Mountain West teams. You know, you could do the same thing with you. We could poke holes in the middle and the bottom of that league as well. Um, so yeah, it's 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 there's a spot for you, and you know, I, I'd love to know the value of it. I'd love to know like how much money you get for it, because um, hmm. that's that would sort of that would really kind of help me illustrate. You know, okay, how how much is this worth to, relative to what it costs to run our program relative to our you know NIL? 
Because at some point it does become mad. I, I'm assuming if you make it, it makes your whole athletic budget. But I don't know that. I don't know that for a fact. Because um, in the tournament, you get u- tournament units, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I, don't, I don't remember how much those are per round, but, you know. They would be missing that this year if they don't get that. But you wouldn't just technically be the destination for for a coach who could come here and say, "Okay, I can I can have national prominence. I can do everything. Beat that conference down." The pl- the players themselves in the transfer portals, those guys that yes. you know were were second on their you know for Alabama or whatever else, or and aren't going to get any time because now Alabama's bringing in the five star freshman quarterback. Those guys can drop down right and still you know still get that national prominence, still go to the NFL, everything else. Memphis has done that, and so that's that's what I'm saying. Like it, it's crazy. Sort of, and especially if if you juxtapose it against basketball, but sort of where we were at one point with Memphis football this year, and then again Memphis basketball, and how it's kind of reversed, yep. and how we feel now about the futures of those uh, the Tigers basketball. It's a little bit murkier right now than it had been, obviously. Whereas it feels like there's been a path sort of cleared now yep. for Ryan Silverfield to take this thing and make it something special. I'm a, I'm a, again I'm in a, I'm in a different place than I was. With that football program, if you bust it, and, and I can't do anything, you, you got to give Ryan the credit for it. Yeah, look, I mean, it, it, and I will say this: it's it's going to be. That said, I'm not I'm not sitting up here like done deal. Guys still got to win an American Athletic well, Conference title. That's where I was going to go. Like, like I think last year we were like sort of. It, it was like he, he he it's time, but it's not like time time. Now, it is the must do it time. Especially with SMU, non negotiable, right? With everything that you have brought back, all the stars have aligned, anything short of winning this conference is a failure. Correct. That's just the truth. Last year, you could say it was a letdown that they didn't win the conference, but it wasn't a failure because they still won 10 games. They still won the Liberty Bowl. You know, there was some stuff you can build on, building blocks. Now, yes, Memphis has to win the conference. It's that bad. And you're that good. You know, it's it's really, it's really you know, kind of like Memphis basketball this year where – Everything lined up for you to come in and take over. You know, FAU, I know, was coming in, but they've been a disappointment. So uh, just because you, you crossed over Memphis basketball and you used a word that Jeff asked of, of me this morning, if Memphis basketball miraculously, as you've put it, makes the NCAA tournament but loses in the first round, is that a failure or is it a success? I think it's still a failure. That's what I told him. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't change the, the big picture, you know, which is this is where this program is supposed to be going. So you, yeah, you, you cannot move goalposts. No, I mean that's what you know. This and, was. And I, I looked it up yesterday. Just making sure you're still you're with me. No, I, I'm not going to change that. I mean this this is still a second weekend roster. Despite yeah, I mean and, and then and then you tell me they added Naquan Tomlin in December, <laughs> dog. Come on, man. That's so what I'm saying. So I can't even get too rah-rah about making it. Because I, I, I saw this. I wrote in July that the breakthrough is near. They had gotten Quinterly. They had gotten David Jones. They had gotten Jordan Brown. And I'm going to be honest with you. The breakthrough happened. They broke through the top ten They're that right late there. in the season for the first time since Cal. Mm-hmm. And then you break through, and all hell breaks loose after that. Um, that. That is where this season has been to this point a failure. You know, it just has been. You know, it's it, and, and I hope and I hope that what we say about the Penny Hardaway tenure is not so close yet so far, because there have been so many moments in this program where they have been. I mean, you're talking about a call. FAU last year, a call, fifteen and two, number ten in the country this year. Those are the two that are very close. I mean, to up, up on Gonzaga, ten points to half. 
Yeah. I'm just saying that was probably always going to go that. But way. Drew Timmy comes out and doesn't miss in the second half. I mean, that's kind of that was oh. that was a nuts performance. You know, won't include that. That's fine. Not the last two years though, yeah. a year and a half, yeah. season and a half. I, I'm just saying that if you'd have told that team that they were uh, you know 20 minutes away and a 10 point no, lead no, I mean, away, they were up double digits. You know what I'm saying? On like the, on the one seed. Yes. Uh, you'd have said, "Oh my!" You know, they, so that's this this program has been close, mm-hmm. and yet, and yet. It feels like this program is so far. <laughs> it does. It just feels like you know. I, I don't know how to explain the phenomenon, but it just—it's like you know, you—you're you, right there, and you have the chance, and you get the people that you need to bring in, and you and you and you get Stansbury on the staff was so that veteran coach, like everything. And then it's just like for one reason or another, it's the same issues plaguing you, it's the same problems, and now you're in the same damn position that you've mostly been in for the majority only last year. Only last year were you solidly in. Every other year, it's been an absolute mad dash, balls to the wall, pin your ears back, let's just hope and pray we can do enough at the end to make the tournament. You know, And I think that's the biggest indictment, I would say, of Penny's time here is that it hasn't, unfortunately, for whatever reason, even as this team is playing better, it has not stopped being that. It has not stopped being this rat race, you know, just trying to, all right. It's like it's like again. It's like I, I you're a, you're a college student and you BS around on a on a on a research paper mm-hmm. for you know it's 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 been due for three months and you don't do nothing until two days before it's due. And yeah, like Penny's been great at putting together some great dissertations, but at some point your luck runs out. At some point you're gonna crash. You're gonna you're gonna miss something. Right. And you're not gonna get the grade you want. And I just feel like that's the that's the thing with Memphis is like, you know, it, it's always just, uh, uh, you know, close your eyes and pray, you know. And I think that's that's where it's got that's got to change. That's got to change in this league. Hopefully, there are no lasting. Uh, if you're talking about fixing it next season, you know, any any in terms of this Malcolm Dandridge investigation, that, yeah, that, that I mean nothing, that's another thing that, that nothing, you know. There aren't more hurdles. That's another thing that are put before you because of that, and I just bring it up because of the fact that you are on probation right now. So if that goes any deeper, you know, that could hinder your ability, Penny's ability. Yes, it could. You know, to 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 fix this. You're right. So close, but in the end, right. And you're you know right now you're sitting on one less NCAA tournament win than what Josh had over seven years. You're in year six exactly. And so this this was supposed to be about. Exactly. Breaking past that, no pushing way it. past that, There's no establishing doubt. yourself. This thing's going in the right direction, just like we said it was going to do five years ago. Yep. And now it feels like you're, you know, you're, you're far away from that. It does. Well, like I, you know, again, you're back to scratching for everything. Like no I doubt, said. because this was that was never supposed to be the case. You come away from last year, right? If we're going to just sort of keep an analogy here, you come away from last year feeling like, all right, if we're driving a vehicle, if we're driving a car, we just refueled. You know, the mm-hmm. car just got the car just got some gas put in it. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, they were this close to a Sweet Sixteen, but you could see it. Yeah. You know, like damn, they 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 they, they finally had a, a a year where it wasn't dramatic, where it wasn't uh, you know <clears throat> chemistry problems, and they were always in the tournament from day one. And then you come into this year, and it's like oh, we're just we're flying, we're cruising seventy five miles down the interstate. Really you know what I'm saying? And then you hit a Memphis pothole. Oh. Right, worst. you hit a Memphis oh, pothole. Then you hit another one. Ugh. So now you got two blown tires, and now you got axle damage. You got as well. absolutely right. It's rough. And now you're running out of gas. 
So that like that's and then that, Malco cheating. I don't know what part of the announcement. Yeah, no, I, I, Malcolm's. Let's gonna hope have it's to, just to Malcolm. Yeah, he's going to have to push the car uh, as punishment. You know, uh, but that's the thing is like you have to keep fueling up the vehicle here, and and it's like if it runs out of gas, if it runs, if it gets to E and it runs out of gas, I don't think you can get it back to full. You know, I just don't. I think that's really hard to do. Um, you 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 can still. I mean, I, I, I really believe this. Like, the momentum of this program is hanging in the balance with how they finish these next, you know, two and then however many, right? That I mean, and whether you can get David Jones back. Well, that's and true. And the Malco thing. But again, but like, yes. you, you it's, keep it's like— It's all in the balance. You're like, okay, you know, so you, you had him last year, and it's like how many, how many times is, is, is Charlie Brown going to try to kick that football? That's kind of where I'm at with it. I was like, I, I don't want to kick the football no more. I've I've had that thing pulled away from me too many times now, Lucy. I'm, I, you know, and it's like I, no. you have to show me. I, you can bring. We we've been through this. Bring back anybody. You know, who are you bringing in? You know, who's your point guard? Who's that going to be? You know, like it's just doesn't feel like Jalen Young. Yeah, it's definitely not him. You're going to have to go out and get somebody else, mm-hmm. and you're going to have to do something that you've never done, which is assure that the personalities mesh. You know, you're going to have to be very careful. Kendrick Davis, again, we're going to look back at this dude. One of one. One of one in the way that he came in as accomplished as he was, but simultaneously as humble as he was. But again, roster construction was a big part of that, too, because you had the Elijahs and Keontes that That's knew were getting That's behind Kendrick and DeAndre. That's a good point. You didn't have the Jaquans and everybody that were hoping to come That's in true. here. That's average true. 15, 16, 21, and I'm going to the league. That's true. So a lot of that, you're right, Kendrick's one of one, but... A lot of that was the way that roster was constructed. Yep. You had two. You had you had one A and two. That's true. Well, I, I, I guess I should call DeAndre one B. But the point is, yes. and everybody else fell in behind that. That pecking order was established from day one. That's true. And the only time we saw it get rattled was right there with with now, you Malco know, and, and whatever. If, at the if, end of if, that. if Memphis had not gotten Kendrick Davis, we'd have said that those dudes like those dudes just weren't good enough. Good enough. But, right. but, but but as it as it but, hurt, but as it the happened, point is, you, you need more role players, you, you more guys like that. That's true. Lends itself to less chemistry issues, uh, especially if you're returning yep. the guys that you're returning a year from now. Right. You know, again, in a perfect world, it's David Jones, it's uh, it's it's Caleb Mills. You know, um, and I guess Caleb Mills can play the point if it all falls down. If you, mm, yeah, you know, you know he's better off ball. But, but yeah, I'd I, still want to go get me one. Yes, you need you need to uh, identify one. But but look, I I'm going to choose to be optimistic over the over what we've seen the last three games, um, <clears throat> and it's gonna be it's gonna go to four. It's gonna be a four game winning streak. It's gonna be the first four game winning streak since the ten game winning streak. So you know, after UAB this weekend, so going into that FAU game on CBS. Buddy, it is going to be. It, it's what March is about. It is. It, it is. It is what we love the sport and, and and this program for because it's going to be high, let the highest of the high leverage. It's not a ticket in. It's not a ticket in, but you you move up, you move up. That 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 it's a it's a it's like if Memphis is able to win that game on CBS, I guarantee to you the discussion starts to become. Wait a minute. Look at Memphis. Look at what Memphis is. Are, are, are they and do they belong in the discussion? That's what happens if Memphis wins on, on Saturday. I did. The, the way, Next Saturday. The, I was just, the, the way you were just, I hope nobody in that 
Lori Walton over there is thinking like you, looking all past UAB to that Florida, how big that Florida Atlantic matchup well, is. I am. Because you, you will get out. You will get outworked inside by this UAB team. Yeah, well, looking again, past, I if, hope they're not taking if, that if approach. If you lose to UAB at home in this in this, we moment, lost to Rice in South Florida, bro. Yeah, and you're right. And that team's physical. But it, the with, with everything looking no as good as it is, I'm just saying. You all this talk about next sat next Saturday. That, Let's get Sunday taken care of that, first. That, that, and typically that's coach speak, but I'm applying. I'm yeah. I'm holding you accountable here. That will send you, me into you ain't a even talking about UAB. You, that you're will just, send me into a depressive state. If they lose to UAB this weekend, yeah, you're gonna have a different tune on Monday. I'm, I mean, gonna be uh, yeah. back to John when he came back from paternity. He this was is, down on this thing. Yeah, we're gonna have to. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't even want to Luxembourg. think about that. I'm gonna learn his name because he crushed Memphis. I think this is Lindenborg. This is where I'm gonna go because we're not gonna have a chance to talk about it until after it happens, right? We won't be back until Monday. If the Memphis Tigers lose this game to UAB, was it Sunday? Yes. It is the most disappointing loss of the year. All everything considered, all it's more disappointing even than Rice. Because this is this is your season. Yeah, another point. This is your season. Mm-hmm. And you're playing great basketball. And you're playing your best basketball. And you guys are And you, Penny's finally short in the rotation. You're short in the rotation. And guys are like like Jordan's on the bench. He's smiling. Everybody's getting along. Everybody like they're having fun. They're having fun doing this. So if they lose this game to UAB. It is somehow going to be even lower than the Rice loss. They're going to beat them though, because they own. You gotta, dude. But I'm not looking past it like you are. I mean, I, I hear you. I, I, I. Could it get sweaty? Could it get interesting? I. You yeah. were making it almost sound like Florida Atlantic was this weekend. You were looking so far. Admittedly, past yes. I, I lose track of the days. I kind of thought it was like I, you know, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what day it is. You really, I don't looking. know what day it is, man. Like so, it, no, you got to. So, what are you going the whole week next week with no games until next Saturday? What are you going to do? Just Hopefully, gonna, it's coming off of a win. Otherwise, we like I said, it's going to be real dark up in here all week. If it's coming, if it's not coming off a win, I can tell you that we're going we're going to be focused on uh, the UFL. We're going to be talking about we're going to be oh, previewing no. showboats. Because if you can't beat UAB at home, you're not it's winning painful. the AC tournament. It's painful. Sorry, it's just not possible. It's not possible. You know. We're not losing Sunday. I, I don't believe so. What's the line? What are we th- thinking? It's going to be around half, four? eight. Okay. He's got, yeah, yeah, he's got it as a Ken Palm's. That's what Ken Palm's got. Yeah. 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 I mean, the you're, you're Jesus. Gonna... Don't lose Sunday, I'm not boys. Even, I'm not even. Oh my God. Uh, John's not worried. You're, to, to, Everybody's Super Bowl. Every, all, every I don't time think, it seems I don't like. think this program has ever been swept in a season series That's by fair. UAB. While they've shared a conference, he ain't getting swept. That's fair. I mean, that's that's like a that's a new low for the program. <sighs> Penny is game. not about to let that happen. Now they may not beat FAU. They're going to be big dogs in that game. They may not beat FAU, but they cannot allow UAB to come in here and sweep their ass. I mean, come on, dog. Twenty fourth in the country in offensive rebounding percentage. Bro, I will throw Lumberg. I will throw Bill Lumberg. I will throw things on the court. Okay, I'm just saying what they do is a weakness for I will, you. I will, I will throw water uh, bottles of water onto the floor like this is uh, Jerry Lawler in the Coliseum. Yeah, I, you probably need to take Monday off if they lose because it'll be real dark around eleven to two at the house. At the house, they lost the rights at the house. They did. Don't but, act like it's impossible. But it was it was a one off. It was a meeting. It was one meeting. You owe it, UAB, man. Uh, I'm not. We do. We owe AK, as uh, Jeffrey would call him. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't even comprehend that, and I refuse to. Don't believe. do the mic up, Penny. Yeah, avoid the hell out of that. That's really where the season went to hell. 
once he agreed to do that, everything <laughs> bad happened after terrible. that. You know? <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, he hasn't done another one. No, oh, nor should no, he. Hell to the no. It was a dumb idea, too. Yeah, he's trying I mean, to yes. coach, and you're asking him questions. No, it's the I middle agree. of the game. I mean, what are you supposed it's to do? It's the middle of the game. What was yeah, Penny supposed yeah. to do? And we know Penny's a guy that's like super involved. Yeah. You know, like AK was trying to answer back, but you could tell he was annoyed, dude. Like, like when, I'm, he couldn't I, even hear him at some point. Like, couldn't even hear Dykes at some point. Like when, I, like if I'm betting a game, and it's not the same as coaching, but if I'm betting a game, I'm watching it. I'm involved in it. I can't even have conversations with people in my house sometimes. I'm like, what? I, I, I missed oh, I, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. those days. Imagine on, if on you were. If, oh, imagine if you were coaching. Right. You know, and you're trying to like, uh, what what did Tom Hart ask me? What dumbass question he asked? Uh, <laughs> what'd you say, Tom? No, no, no. You know, like, it's, yeah, it's, I don't, yeah, I don't blame Penny at all yeah. for how that went. That was only yes. And you're set up in that situation to fail, especially because AK was like so good at it. But he's been in media. Yeah, he's, he's worked in media. He was doing he was doing college basketball broadcast. Yeah. You know, so he's familiar with the earpiece and stuff. He knows how to kind of. Yeah, he did a good job. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. So anyway, uh, yeah, Memphis ain't losing UAB, bro. Okay, I'm, they, they cannot. Okay, I, f- I feel better. Cannot. Okay, thanks. Cannot. Program. It's it's just it's indoctrinated. Memphis basketball is not allowed to be swept by UAB. Yaxel Lindeborg. Yeah. Just remember the name. Uh, all right, we'll come back. Lots more to come. Jason and John, I turn to Femi. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. He is Josh Pastner, former Memphis basketball coach, Georgia Tech. Now, see if I can get all these. I'm going to miss some. I know it. Field of 68, Peacock. ESPN, CBS Sports Network. Coach Pastor, did I get them all? Did I miss one? 
No, you, you've got them all. In fact, I'm calling the game tomorrow on ESPN, Oregon at Arizona. So uh, Big time. At, two, at 1 p.m. Memphis time. So tune in if you want to watch Oregon-Arizona play. I love Arizona. I love Caleb Love. Uh, but we'll get to that. So you'll, be tu- you'll be tuned in watching then. Yeah, no, I can't wait. I can't wait to, to hear you on the broadcast. Uh, I have Caleb Love. Uh, he's actually my starting point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, and center on my first-team All-American team. Uh, he's a good. He's had. He. What's interesting is Caleb Love. I think will be Pac-12 Player of the Year. Or, I mean, he's obviously in great contention for that. And R.J. Davis, uh, yep. I think, is going to be ACC Player of the Year. Oh. And uh, those. So those two guys, uh, kind of the separation from last year's team to what they are now for both teams, for both individual players, has worked out for both guys. Uh, both guys winning. Good to see. All right, listen. Memphis basketball is in a familiar position, Josh. Uh, as most likely, I mean, there is a scenario where they can win five out of their next six and lose in the AAC championship game, and maybe they get an at-large, but they're in a position where I think they would be prudent to operate as though they need to win every game the rest of the year. Really, I mean, it just comes down to the tournament, but as someone who's been in that position at Memphis, knowing that your only way through into the tournament was to win the conference tournament, Take us back to that time and, and, and how, if at all, you changed the way you coach and the desperation of it all. Just what's Penny sort of feeling right now? Well, first of all, great win for them yesterday or last night. Anytime you can win on the road, it was obviously East Carolina had a great crowd. They were ready to go, but Memphis just smashed them. I mean, Penny uh, and and his staff and team were ready to play, and they played outstanding and and they've been playing that way they're great against florida atlantic um and and i said this uh about a week and a half ago i was in espn studio and they we were talking about the american conference and they says give me a team that's going to be a sleeper team in the american that could win the league championship the the conference tournament championship and i said it's memphis why are not enough people talking about memphis i said First of all, at one point in this year, they were top 15 in the country. Look at the wins that they've had in the beginning part of the year. Yes, they went through a tough stretch. Yes, they've, they, they, they had a, a couple-week spell where they just struggled. But um, uh, you got to remember the talent that they have on that team, the amount of good players that they have on that team, um, You know, the, the ability to get hot and score in bunches. So... You know, I, I just I, I like them. I, it would not surprise me one bit for them to to run the t- to run the conference tournament table and, and win the whole thing there. And um, um, you know, and I remember, like you know, we we had we had, we were fortunate to win a couple of those three times the conference tournament championships. And and when you go in there, it's I mean, listen, it's it's a lot of it's just about getting hot and and you just kind of get on a roll and you know you're just playing back to back to back in a sense and you and you just start feeling it and then the next thing you know you're you're in the championship game and you know you start playing well again and then boom you got yourself an automatic qualifier to the nc2a tournament there's it's a real possibility for memphis i still think they're probably going to need to to win the conference tournament to to get in i don't think you know if they win out and get to the championship i still think that they'll be on the outside looking in um probably but uh, uh, but it would it would make it an interesting case if they won out the rest of the regular season and got to the championship and lost in the championship. Uh, I think they would be right there, probably on the outside looking in. But it would be awfully close because of some of their wins they've had earlier in the year. But 
Um, but they're more than capable of winning that conference tournament. What you did in 2011, winning three in three days, was hard, and 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 doing that will be hard. What I want to know, Coach, is how much harder if it goes this way and Memphis doesn't get the help it needs and it's outside the top four. That puts it in a spot where it's got to do four in four days. You know, Cal didn't get that done back in 05. Darius misses the free throws. They needed that against Louisville to make the tournament. Just from a coaching standpoint, how much more difficult is four and four as opposed to three and three? Well, uh, three things with that, Jason. Number one is, yes, winning three games in a row is hard. Uh, winning four in a row, when you and, and winning three in a row in three straight days is hard. Winning four in a row in four straight days is really hard. Two is um, um, yes, even when Coach Calipari and the team they had to win four and they missed. It was also that was also in Memphis. Yep, you know right. it was not in a neutral four. site, so they had a great advantage playing in their home court. Right. Kind of you know having the normalcy in the in, in, in that of understanding on that. Um, and so they fell a little short. So that was almost maybe a little bit of an advantage for Good Memphis point. at that time. That's right. And then th- the third part, I would tell you, uh, Jason, it, it makes a big difference uh, getting that that extra buy compared to not. And if they're not, whether they're a top four seed or not. And now you can look at it in a way: the first game that they play, maybe if they play a team that's already played a game, you can say, well, they've had momentum, they've gotten momentum to move forward. But I do think Penny's group is deep enough where they're not playing um, six guys. You know, he's not only playing, you know, six guys. I think he's, he's got more depth to be able to, to, be able to survive four, four games in four, in four days. But, you know, those games also, Jason, you know this, they're quick because you've covered it. They're so quick turnarounds. You could be playing at, at 4 o'clock, yep. and then the next game's at 2. And so the turnaround's quick. And then what happens is if you're not you, – you, to do four games in four days, twin, you need one guy in your team to go off to, like, have one of those just special weak performances, sort of like what happened with UConn um, in the Big East tournament years ago, if yep. you remember, when it was Kimba Walker. He just kind of went off. And, yep. and that you've got to have a guy do that to kind of get you through the rough patches to lead your team to that championship. And to win it, you've got to have someone just literally like David Jones needs to be, you know, he needs to go like he would need to have about 27, 28, three of the four games where he just carries Memphis on their on his shoulders in a sense to get him over that hump. Which, which, you know, look, he can do that. Capable. Um, You got the right guy. That's the one. Adding Naquan Tomlin, it also feels like Josh. I mean, he's been different. He's been different. um, The I don't know how much of of the last few you've been able to see, but. The record is now when Naquan Tomlin plays thirty plus minutes, Memphis is four and one. Um, is is well, the, is there a level with him that if you know if you're getting this kind of production that oh this this team might be a little different? Yeah, well, I, you know, and I watched I watched the game last night. I saw them play uh, Sunday versus Florida Atlantic, so I've got a good feel on Memphis, and and I think Tomlin's a really good player. I think he's he's playing these last stretch of games to what I think everyone in Memphis, probably the Penny, the coaching staff, thought he would be. And and he's playing a lot. Um, I would also tell you that, you know, one of the things for for uh, Memphis is I think the key word for them is just consistency. And, you know, the more they can stay consistent at the level that we all know that they can play at. You both know it. Look, I'm, I'm well aware of it. They've got really good players. And, and it's been evident on what they did earlier in the season. I mean, Guys, that's why I said in the ESPN studio, there was a time 
when we were discussing about Memphis being one of the oldest teams in the country. Yep. But secondly, we were discussing, I mean, I, I was, we were all talking about it, that, that they were a real legit team that could make a run into Glendale, Arizona at the Final Four. I mean, it wasn't like this was eight months ago. You're talking this was in, 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 in a part of December. And so, so they're not that far off. They just got to get their, their, their swagger back. And I'm telling you, the, the win against Florida Atlantic, and, the, and I thought last night was dominating fashion. And so I wouldn't bet, you know, I'm not a better, but if I was betting, I would not bet against Memphis running the table all the way through to the conference tournament and winning the whole thing. And look, and I'm going to tell you a turning point in the season, and I was in studio for this as well, too. It's when it's playing Wichita State when it looked like the sky was falling and they were about to lose that game, as you guys know. And David Jones saved them, literally saved them. And and it went from and 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 it, and it for whatever reason that win has propelled them. Yeah, they haven't been perfect every game since, then, but but that win has propelled them to to where they've got they can get their swagger back and their momentum. And that's that's what I'm talking about. Where David Jones literally just has to carry you and get you over that hump, and he's capable of doing that. And that's what he did in that Wichita State game when literally it looked like the sky was going to crumble in, in, in Memphis, Tennessee, as you both know. It, at that course of that, in that Saturday afternoon, Wichita State-Memphis game. What do you remember, Coach, most about that UTEP win, 67-66? Remember Joe and Chris going off at the end? What do you remember most about that win that put you into the tournament? The, the hug I gave Jeff Calkins. <laughs> I literally, we talked about I, I it this morning. I, yep, yep, yep. I, I literally bear hugged him. I squeezed him. I, I, I didn't know if I was going if I eliminated his airways because I hugged him so hard. So, you, you did. Um, you did. Yeah. So I was I was concerned about that looking back on it. But no, that was look. What was remembering about that, Jason? Two weeks earlier, yep. and you know this, Jason. I lost out there. We got, not no. We didn't lose. We got destroyed. Forty seven. I'm looking at it. Seventy four forty seven. I forgot how we, bad we it, that it was. That bad. Exactly the anagram. We got the anagram score. And exactly two weeks to the day, you beat them. Later, we end up winning. And I'm telling you that that loss allowed us to win that game. I think UTEP just took us for granted. They didn't take us seriously in that game. They thought they were just going to steamroll us, and we just beat them. And I'll never forget the city of UTEP was in mourning. If you remember, they bought the conference tournament to be played in UTEP that year when Tim Floyd got the job. Who I love, Tim Floyd. An incredible coach, one of the greats. But they bought the tournament to went to get to the NC Toy Tournament because they hadn't been in so long, and they had they had a great team, and it was the winner who was taking all. Loser was out, yep. and mm. and the city of El Paso was in mourning. Funeral. In fact, yep. the ushers and the security and the police during timeouts were screaming, rooting for UTEP. There was nothing. There was nothing neutral about it. <laughs> And for us to win the game, and the great thing, the game was at 11 a.m. It was 10 a.m. Tucson time. We got to the hotel at one o'clock. We didn't let we our flight that night wasn't until like 10 p.m. The nine hours that we had to sit in the embassy suites was the greatest nine hours of my life. Sitting in embassy suites, watching the games, knowing what we did, and knowing the city of El Paso was in complete mourning because of the loss that Memphis gave them that day. Because it. We went to the tournament and they did. It was an incredible 
Saturday morning, afternoon, and evening. There was nothing like it. No, it was. Uh, I'll, I'll never forget that moment. Josh, you're that the best, man. Stuff. Appreciate you carving out some Thank time you, for Coach. us, brother. Thank you. See you guys tomorrow on TV. I'll see you on ESPN. Yep, you got I'll it. I'll be watching. Josh Pastner, Arizona, Oregon. Uh, that's a rematch from earlier in the year. This one, though, in Tucson. Ah. So, uh, and I remember that one because I was on Arizona in that game against Oregon, which they they destroyed him in. I like that Arizona team, man. There's still some plus 950 out there on them. Really? Um, yeah, I mean, I just think Caleb Love's going to recreate some of that ma- uh, magic from a couple of years ago. And I'm not saying they, they you know, I, they, it, in the end, it's just about being there. And I think they're going to have a chance. There's no question about it. Hey, before we get out of here, i got to tell you about Shoot 360 right here in the Memphis area. And if you want to really get better at the game of basketball, if somebody in your house, your son, your daughter, uh, whatever the case may be, get them a membership out to Shoot 360. You're going to notice the difference in the shot, in the passing, in the dribbling. It's it's all there. It's technology. It's it's like stepping into 2K. They're going to love it. They're never going to want to leave. You're going to get your money's worth. It's right here in Memphis, in the, in the Memphis area, 85 Market Center Drive in Cairo. They've got the weight training development coaches, too, to improve that part of your game as well, that athleticism, as Eric Castletown was pointing out to me. His son... He's improved his vertical out at Shoot360. So it's the whole game, and it's the whole body. We call it the future basketball training in Memphis. thing is, the future is happening right now. Go see them at Shoot360 at 85 Mark Center Drive in Cairo. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, we're back. Jason and John, Audi Turn FM, ESPN. Thanks to Josh Pastor for joining. It's always really good to every time catch up with him, and you, and you can tell. I mean that that win for for him in El Paso. It was it was massive. I mean it was. I mean it started his tenure. You know, if he had not gotten to the tournament with that team, whew, it would have been the difference, right? He doesn't get seven probably. <laughs> also started a run of three straight conference tournament yes, it titles did. for Josh. No, never in that same spot where he needed that, you know, needed it to get the NCAA tournament. But yeah, three straight conference tournament titles. Pastor's been more successful than Penny Hardaway so far. So far, we'll see how tournament the season wins plays out and four I'm not appearances. Trying to tee it oh, up, that, those are but fa- it's a that's fact. a fact. Yeah. Now, I will say in, in Penny's defense, Josh inherited a much healthier program than Penny did. Right, and that's fair. You know, I know we didn't; it wasn't on your trajectory, but you did have a COVID year. That's right. That's and, fair. And Penny is at six. Yep. Josh had seven. Yep. But right now, yeah, Josh has got more than him in terms yeah. of. Because uh, you're only measured by March and what you do in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I just feel like with Josh, it's almost a little unfair because you know the first few years of Josh, he was able to really ride the wind of four straight Elite Eights, and you know he did that exposure. But, but it lined up locally yeah. where the talent was just right. Yes, and yeah. and you know for both guys, honestly. Now I will say he did go get Will Barton and some some out of town guys yep. too that helped with it. But yep. 
whoever got that group was going to be relatively successful. That group of Memphis Tariq, yes, yes, you know, yes, Joe, Chris, yes, no doubt. It was. But a you're good right. Time. He he, didn't, he rode the wave. There ain't no doubt. Yeah, but that's all right. That's part of the thing. No, a lot of coaches didn't want any part of it. <laughs> you yeah, thousand percent so, right. Uh, anyway, thanks to Josh for joining us on the show today. Thanks to Anthony Sane, as always, for joining us on Fridays. Grizz Blazers tonight. Somebody's got to win, folks. Who's it going to be? Let it be Portland. I'll tune in. I'll, I'll, I'll check it out. Gino Jeffrey, I'm next. Don't miss it. For Jason, I'm John. We're gone. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 